Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by World Arts, a global platform for musicians and fans in the music industry, and by MySanFelipeVacation.com, your source for a great getaway on the Sea of Cortez. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This show was recorded earlier in the week, so no call. Sorry about that. But you can email us. You can email your questions and your comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com, and we'll forward them on to our guests. Well, before we talk to our guests, I I, want to welcome our listeners on the blogtalkradio.com network, of course, but also on the cyberstationusa.com network and the radio stations that are going to be hearing us later today. And to those of you who are listening to us on Stitcher or iTunes, and let me say a special hello to everybody who's listening to us tomorrow right, in London on the Artistic Echoes Network. So we're having a, we're having a great time, and I, I love that, that you're all part of this. Well, you know, 19 years old is not a long time to have spent on this earth. And it's not a long time to gather experiences or memories or life lessons. But, you know, some people do. Maybe they live faster, or maybe they love more passionately, or maybe they just think more deeply about the experiences they've gathered. One woman who seems to have done all of those things is Jade, who has not only packed far more than 19 years into her life, but also has the uncanny ability to put her experiences into songs that resonate with just about anybody who hears them. Jade uses her music to embrace the contradictions in herself, and in doing so, eliminates illuminates the contradictions we all live with. Her songs might be ballads, they might be pop, they might be electronica, but they're always a kind of hypodermic aimed right at your heart and your mind. Jane's new album, EP, Pink, signifies the end of an era for her and the beginning of a new one with new stories. And she's here right now to tell us some of those stories and to talk about Pink. Jade, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to, to talk with us. Uh, you know, of course. This, e, this EP is quite an accomplishment. Nine songs. You. E, well, you're quite welcome and deserved. You've got <laughs> nine songs on there. Each one is distinct from the others. All of them are very personal and very powerful. And, and I know that at least one of them has been in your head since 2015. Did you write the others just for this EP or, or have they all been kind of percolating for a while? Well, that's in, that's interesting because um, I I want to say about three or four of them were uh, written in the studio, you know, not too long after the album came out. But um, a majority of them I had written over time throughout um, my high school and maybe a little bit after I graduated. So um, some of the songs are pretty separated by almost a year now of how I've written them. So, um, yeah, like uh, Empty Love, I wrote as a sophomore. Um, Yesterday, I wrote, I think, maybe half a year later. And Sorry, I wrote another year later. You know, it's all pretty spaced out. Okay, all right. Well, I want to play one of those songs from Pink, and and one that seems to come with some very strong memories and feelings. And this song is is Wait For Me. Yes, yes. 
I wanted to start with that song because the wordplay and the rhythmic word structure is so accessible. It's, it's, it's immediately enjoyable. You don't have to stop and think. It just grabs you. Um, okay. There are some very interesting things going on there. Um, I don't know you anymore, you sing. But that's something that happens as relationships age and people change. And in the video, you tear up an apartment. Um, but you end yes. the video by by writing "Wait for me" on a mirror. Is that are you asking somebody to wait for you to change, or are you asking yourself to wait until you change? Well, it's more like um, empty promises, I suppose, is the concept. Um, thinking someone, you know, they promise you something, or you know, they they give off a certain vibe of how things are going to go or, you know, things like that. And then they change their mind and it ends up affecting you in a negative way and you feel almost betrayed. Um, I think that's where that kind of came from. Okay. Was it fun to tear up an apartment in a video? It was really fun. I got to do it a bunch of times. Um, yeah. So it, it was a, it was interesting. It was a good way to get out my energy. You had to do it a bunch of times. I mean, they had to, you you didn't do it right the first time. They had to set it up again. Yeah, actually, we had to do it. Um, I think three or four times in each room. We wanted to get um, really good takes, you know. So we had to like put it all back together after I crashed it. It was interesting, but it was it was a lot of fun. Okay, well, it 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 certainly came out in a, in a great video, and everybody should go to your uh, your YouTube channel or your website and take a look at that video. Now, yeah. you have. You have said that you named the EP Pink because although you always hated pink, uh, you want now to pink everything. Now, pink has taken on several levels of meaning. You know, there's the pink aisle for girls in the toy stores, and there's pink ribbons for breast cancer and pink hats on women opposing the president. So now it seems like you've added another layer, pink for resisting pink, right? <laughs> Did, did yeah. you think about those other layers when you, you named the album, or did you think about Pink Resisting Pink? You know, I didn't really think about those those other concepts. Um, I guess I guess when I originally did it, it, it was sort of like a, I, I was so bitter towards Pink because I thought that, you know, I didn't want to fit in with the girly persona. I didn't want to be, I guess, basic is the word, but... Mm -hmm. I guess it was sort of a moment when I realized that, you know, no one can really tell me what to do or what to feel. And if I like something, I should just do it, you know. So I guess it's sort of a big, um, you know, screw you, you know, to everybody. Um, you know, because writing those songs, I went through a long process of struggling mentally and things like that. So naming the album Pink was sort of like, look at me, I've grown now, you know. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds like some something that a lot of people do when they're when they turn eighteen, uh, yeah. <laughs> or sometimes before. Now, uh, I mentioned earlier that that the range in the album is quite broad, and and I want to play a very different song uh, to show that this is a uh, this is goodbye again.
That song and the way you've done it there is 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 so stripped down, so fresh. Even when you add the bass and the drum, the drum hits later, um, and the quirky accents. Um, was that song hard to write? I know sometimes simple arrangements really are hard to write. Or was it easy? Did it just blow out? Well, when I first wrote it, it was just on the keyboard, and I remember writing the first verse kind of effortlessly. It kind of just came out of me all in the same moment. Um, really quickly, but then I remember having trouble with more the chorus. Um, I struggled a lot with that. I'm not really sure why. Um, the production of it was simpler than, say, Wait For Me, um, because it was, you know, piano-based and instrumental, mm-hmm. you know, based. Um, but you know, it, it wasn't the hardest song to, to put together on the album. Is that you playing the piano? It is, it is. Um, yeah, we, we did that for a demo, and then we ended up just kind of keeping it. It, it worked out pretty well. I'm glad you did. Uh, well, how old were you when you first sat down at a piano? Oh, you know, that's a good question. I want to say I was about uh, 11 or 12. Okay. Was that your idea or your parents? Uh, my sister's, actually. I have an older sister, and she wanted to teach me how to play uh, an old song, Heart and Soul. You know, everyone knows how to play it. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I just remember spending hours sitting there trying to figure it out and having a lot of fun and, you know, mixing it up and messing around with it, you know, and just never let up. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you take piano lessons? I it, I did for, like, two months, Um it didn't work out because my schedule was so busy. I'm I'm mostly self-taught on the instruments that I play. Oh, that's very impressive. That's very very <laughs> impressive. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, and I should go back and and uh, well, actually, you know what? Um, now that you have said that, I'm going to go back and play just a few of the early bars of yesterday. So I want my my audience to to hear what a mostly self-taught pianist can do. Okay. All right. Or rather, um, goodbye again. Not yesterday. Goodbye again. So here's the, uh, here's what here's what happens when you self-taught teach. All right. You know, you make it sound easy, but I, I know that that wasn't easy. <laughs> well, at first, it definitely wasn't easy. Um, muscle memory plays a big part in that. Um, but once you get the hang of it, you know, you do it with your eyes closed. You can. Um, <laughs> that's, right. that's true. All right. Well, you know, there's another song on on the EP that's also kind of deceptively simple, and yet it's very emotionally powerful, partially because it is deceptively simple. Uh, And that's Yesterday, and I want to play some of Yesterday.
Well, first of all, I, I love the way that song develops and builds and, and how you add textures to it as it moves along. And, and I should Thanks. tell people that, that they really need to stream the song or buy the full song even better to appreciate it because it goes through lots of adventures along the way. The video that comes with that song um, tells a pretty direct and a pretty powerful story. Um, how much of what you sing and you put on the video is from your own life? Actually, it's interesting that um, that video was supposed to be three videos. It was going to be um, a full concept. It was like a full-on story. Um, the video, unfortunately, doesn't really connect to what I wrote the song about originally. Um, when I wrote that song, I was a sophomore in high school. So um, I wasn't driving around and um, having drunk boyfriends, you know. <laughs> um, right, yes. Okay. But <laughs> I, I, it's mostly, the song is mostly about, again, it, it's a it's a betrayal and, and a broken promises kind of song. Someone saying, you know, they'll always be there for you and support you and then have them suddenly leave and, um, you know, or go down a dark path. And I think um, the concept is similar, but the, the storyline isn't exact. Did you um, did you write the storyline for the video? Um, actually, me, my producer Squirrel, uh, we sat down in a room and we sort of just hashed out it, uh, hashed it out together. So um, it wasn't all me. I had a little help. Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, the video is mostly from a male perspective, not a female perspective. Yeah. Well. It's funny because, again, it was going to go with um, two other songs, and it was going to be the male perspective, the female perspective in the next video, and then um, both of their perspectives in the third. But um, we ended up ditching the other two songs after we already came out with the first video, which is kind of funny. Well, who knows? Maybe you'll bring the other two back, right? (laughs) Maybe maybe one day they will come back. Who knows? Right. Uh, does, does writing and singing stories and words and songs like that, do they take a, a toll on you at all mentally or physically, or are they a healing process? It can be a little bit of both. Um, I find if the wound is still fresh, um, singing the, the sad songs, if you have to sing them over and over, you know, it can just be more of a reminder but um, at the same time, it's comforting to, to get it all out on paper when you're really, you know, you, when you're hurting. Um, it's nice to be able to write it down and explain how you feel and um, get it out. So it, I mean, it's either or. Sometimes I'm reminded when I'm singing an older song, you know, sometimes you're singing and you just kind of remember what it felt like. It, like an echo of, of that pain. Okay. But you, you, you I, I like the way you say that, like, like an echo of it, because that, that brings in the whole sonic dimension, and you do that sonic dimension very, very well. Uh, but, Thank you. Uh, um, do you. Did you learn any life lessons from that episode um, or from any of the stories that you tell in your songs? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm always learning and changing, I guess. I guess. Something that I learned out of uh, writing this album is to not completely put yourself and your identity in another person because that other person has their own life, you know. 
and you have your own life as well. So it's important not to put your whole world around someone else. Okay, that's a pretty strong life lesson, and it's 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 one that's hard to remember when you fall deeply in love. But yes, um, exactly. <laughs> Which is why it's good to sing those songs and remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me remind our audience that we're talking with Jade about her new EP, Pink. And this is not a live recording. We recorded this earlier in the week, so you can't call in. But if you want to send emails, we'll forward them on to her. You know the address, musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, there is a video. I, I don't have the song, but I've watched the video several times called Find a Place. And it, it's very exhilarating. It, it looked like it was fun to make. Um, is Find a Place a sign that you have found a place uh, or that you're coming close to finding a place? A find a place is actually more like a dream, sort of like a fairy tale. Um, You know, you you want to escape with somebody and find somewhere where you can just run away and be together and leave the problems behind. But uh, you know that that place doesn't really exist, you know, and you're never going to find that. You can't just, up and leave, you know? So it's more like a longing to be free. Well, your biography talks about the drive from Phoenix to Los Angeles, uh, one I've made many times myself. Um, And now it seems like the place for you seems to be here in Los Angeles. Um, Well, first of all, are you going to miss the drive? Okay. Um, you don't need I, to I still have to take the, the drive back to Arizona, you know, visit friends and family, but it's definitely less frequent and it's it's better. Okay, all right. But uh, uh and secondly, why Los Angeles? Um, you know, Los Angeles seems to have been the central of music for quite some time now and um we have been commuting back and forth between Phoenix and Arizona and six hours there uh, and back it takes a toll on you so we figured we should just make the leap and find as many opportunities as we can out here while we have the opportunity and and how have you found los angeles so far i i really enjoy it it's much different from phoenix it's uh it's it's louder in a sense there's a lot of art a lot more um a lot of more people to collaborate with to meet um you know, new new things are on every corner, and I think it's the perfect place to be for me right now. Have you begun to build a music community for yourself here? Yeah, definitely. I've met a lot of really cool musicians, um, producers, and A and R. You know, um, you know, everyone's super nice, super friendly. A lot of really talented people. So, um, I think I'm I'm doing well for myself out here. Great. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, This is my hometown, and uh, you're absolutely right. L.A. has become the music capital of the country, even though you get some frowns from New York and Nashville about that. It really is. And uh, I'm I'm glad that you're now part of it. Well, thank you. (laughs) We've got time for another song, and um, uh, sort of fittingly, I saved the the last song on the EP for the last song of our conversation. And it's a song that's upbeat, but it's kind of en- enigmatic. So uh, let's play a little bit of Won't the Rain Come Soon. Another day, another smoke, another dog. 
That's Won't the Rain Come Soon. And there are so many lines in there that deserve being listened to over and over and thought about. One that struck me immediately is another thing I don't know, think too fast and move too slow. Well, I think all of us feel that at some time. So many possibilities, (laughs) so many opportunities. You just can't move fast enough. Is that what think, think too fast and move too slow means to you? Well, it's interesting. The song concept is, I think, different than a lot of songs that I've written. Um, each verse is about a different struggling period in my life, you know, a two different times. So um, at that point, you know, I have, I've always really, really struggled um, with school and, and things like that. Um, there was, especially in high school, I really felt like I was falling behind in a lot of things. That was really hard for me um, just because my focus, is so out of the window and, and free and all about music. And I had a lot of trouble as a, as a kid. It caused a lot of trouble. So um, I think that line is just feeling insecure about, you know, um, being good enough and being smart enough, you know, for everybody. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, it, it, it's often said that people can speak softly and be very powerful. And, and that seems to be you, uh, you've got a line in there that says, every time my voice is small, I feel so big, I feel so tall. Uh, your voice, your songs, they don't shout, but they hit home. Uh, they can't be ignored. And it sounds like you know that. Yeah, um, I know that I'm I'm, I'm soft-spoken and I'm, I'm kind of a more of a gentle person, you know, compared to a lot of really loud, outgoing people. You know, sometimes people overlook, you know, what I have to say, but um, there have been moments where I'll say something and someone will look at me and, well, and they'll be like, really impressed. They're like, wow, you're so quiet. You're so, you know, reserved. I I didn't know that you thought so much. I didn't know that you had so much going on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a, um, a jazz singer in town who you will probably meet at, at some point, uh, Irene Diaz, who's considerably under five feet, but, uh, she has one of those voices that fills a room, and uh, she's, I often say that she's the shortest and most powerful person in the room. And yeah. uh, you, might, you might come along that way one of these days, too. Uh, you also ask in that song, how am I to learn what we don't deserve? Or shouldn't it be the other way around? As you grow up, don't you want to learn what we, you, do deserve? Well, you know, I, I've seen a lot of, um, I've seen a lot of, of course, as most people have, I've seen a lot of bad things happen to good people or bad situations happen, you know, to people who really don't deserve it, you know. And at that point, it's sort of like, you know, instead of figuring out what you do deserve, because if you think that way, you know, you're going to think the world owes you. So you sh- so I think in the aspect, you know, what, what do you not deserve? What's something that, happens to you that it's like you know well you don't deserve that you don't you know deserve to have that pain when you're so innocent Mm. okay well that makes good sense well one thing uh you do deserve is more people to hear you and see you and uh, you have said that that you would love to be touring uh or you are you going to be touring you know we haven't hashed out any dates yet but there is a new record coming out 
early next year, early 2018, and um, I definitely plan on playing shows and touring after that. Nothing set okay. in stone, but keep your eyes open. Well, I'm sure that a lot of people want to know if you're going to play in Phoenix. Oh, I'm 100% sure that that will happen. <laughs> Phoenix okay. is the hometown. you got to pull through. Okay. Well, I know that one thing we all, like I said, one thing we all deserve is to hear more of you and your music, but the clock says we can't. Um, uh-huh. So why don't you <laughs> tell people how they can get your music for themselves and how they can follow you? All right. So let's see. I got the album Pink is on Spotify and iTunes under Jade, J-A-D-E. And I believe we're also on Google Play as well. Um, my Instagram is Jade Music. My Facebook page is just J-A-D-E. Um, it's pretty simple, just basically my name. It's almost all the same, so easy to find. And the album is pink. The color is pink, too. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? I, I, I'm sorry that uh, we are out of time because uh, not only are you a wonderful talent, you're also a, uh, a, a wonderful guest. And when yeah, that record comes out, well, thank you for taking the time and being mm-hmm. with us. When that record comes out uh, next year, will you, you let us know so we can have you back on the show? Of course. I'd love to be back. Okay, I will. Um, I'm going to hold you to that. All right. Uh, All right. I'll, I'll definitely let you know. Okay. Well, thank you so much, uh, uh, Jade. Uh, that's we've been talking with Jade. The EP is Pink. You can stream it and her other music on Spotify. Buy her songs on iTunes. Follow her on Facebook and Instagram. www.jademusicofficial.com. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA Blog Talk Radio and our radio affiliates, uh, including our radio affiliates in London with the Artistic Echoes Network. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, get real-time updates on our guests. Our producers are Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Barlabin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano, who has her own radio show now. You go, Angeline. Download this and other Music Friday programs at theblogtalkradio.com forward slash Music Friday. Or you can get us on iTunes. You can listen to all the podcasts from us you want on iTunes. Be here next Friday. We're going to have some very special guests check the Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we will update you on who those guests are going to be. That's it for now. Have a great musical weekend. Catch them in this linen net Keep on so I don't forget See my honey's bed, she lives in Amarillo And there's a room to lie But none to spare So auntie trees up to the floor And got lost in the night I don't believe her when she says she don't mind Oh, no. 
Cause I'll float up and cast off the sheep And drift off into the mist 